Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, you guys, and welcome. I'm so excited for you to join me today. I just announced my podcast on my Instagram. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. We're on episode three and I haven't even done that yet. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining me. We have a really awesome episode for you today. I'm going to be throwing at you some science that is going to make you feel so much freaking better. It's going to blow your mind because it's so simple. And what I'm going to be sharing with you is actually what you can incorporate in your classroom. You can start doing this in your classroom right now, today, tomorrow, whatever. I'm filming this on a Friday, but you can do this automatically in your classroom. And I'm going to give you a couple steps and tools that you can use to do this with. And also there's going to be a freebie down below for you. I like giving you guys freebies because I just like them and they help so much. So check in the show notes down below. There's going to be a freebie for you. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can seriously transform your life in five minutes a day. I'm not even kidding you. It's a thing. There's science to prove it. And I'm talking about something as simple as gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. It will change your life and it will change your student's life automatically. Like instantly you will feel better once you start practicing gratitude every single day. What I'm first going to talk about in this podcast is my experience with gratitude. Then I'm going to talk about how we can be incorporating it into the classroom and kind of taking a new approach to what we do inside the classroom. I just feel like we can do better. Like, I think we can do better with what we're doing inside the classroom in terms of self-development for students as well. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about the freebie. And I actually have a Teachers Pay Teachers product that I launched in regards to showing gratitude in the classroom. I encourage you, if you're interested, to please watch my YouTube videos well after this whenever you have time, because I talk about kind of the same thing here. I'm more in depth in my podcast, but I do explain the product I made and how it's seriously going to transform your students' lives. It's going to transform your life as well. And I hope that students, whoever, are going to take this with them for the rest of their lives. Same to you. I hope you take gratitude and use it and feel better about your days and it will transform your life as well. I'm just going to talk about what happened to me and how Like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Weird stuff happens to me sometimes. I love it. It's so cool. I love when this stuff happens to me. But in particular, this thing that happened to me. So I'm going to talk about it. This happened in December, December 12th to be exact. And my fiance and I made a huge decision and decided to buy a new car. It wasn't new. It was a used vehicle because I refuse to buy new vehicles. Anyways, it was a used vehicle. It was a 2018 Subaru Forester. Freaking love that car. It was so nice. It was my car. We bought myself a car for me first because um, my husband, fiance, was using my Nissan to commute, whatever. It was December 12th and I woke up. My fiance was at his sister's house because he works two hours away. He commutes every day. So I woke up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to my sister-in-law's house and we're going to just be spending time together. So this happened a month and a half ago. So I get up and I'm like, I feel so freaking weird today. Like I have this weird feeling. I feel weird. 
I don't know what's going on. I can't shake this feeling. I'm like, okay, like I just feel so off. I felt rushed. I felt off. It was such a weird feeling. And then I tried to meditate and it, I really wasn't feeling settled. I still felt uneasy. I felt off. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. So I pack up my dogs and my Subaru Forester and I go, okay, I'm really, really freaking hungry. So I'm going to go get Subway. Love Subway. (laughs) So I went to go get Subway and I don't know, still feeling off. And I'm like, I always like to drive with coffee. So I'm going to get a Starbucks. I'm going to get coffee. Stop to get a coffee, get my Starbucks. And I'm like, okay. And I'm driving and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I still feel so weird. I'm trying to shake this feeling. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to my favorite podcast. And at this time I was contemplating starting a podcast because again, like I've said in my previous episodes, I had a lot of problems with like judgment. Like I, you know, it's a work in progress, but I'm always afraid of how people are going to view me with my creative levels. Like I feel like people are going to think I'm weird for doing a podcast. I don't know. Or they're going to judge me and I don't know. I can't, don't know. But anyway, so I'm like, thinking about doing this podcast, I'm like, I really want to do it. Like, I feel such a calling to do this. Like, I feel like I am leaning in that direction. And I'm like, I'm listening to this podcast. So I'm listening to this podcast and I'm driving down a highway. And in this highway, maybe you guys know it's called Pear Blossom Highway and it's very dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous highways because there's no median. It's just one lane, one lane going both directions. So I'm driving, it's like 12 PM. It's in the afternoon. I'm driving. I have the dogs in the car, listening to my podcast. And literally, while I'm listening to my favorite podcast, I start visualizing my future making a podcast. I start like feeling the feels of being in the position of recording a podcast. Like, seriously, what I'm doing right now, I'm visualizing myself talking into a mic and it's getting sent to you guys, and you guys are feeling good. And you guys are getting a really good experience and you are feeling high vibe. That was literally what I was thinking while driving. So excited for the future. So freaking excited for the future. And I I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then literally in the middle of my visualization, this car comes out. I'm going 60 miles per hour. This car comes out and T-bones me. While I'm going 60 miles per hour, they pulled out of a gas station on the highway. Hopefully I'm explaining this well. I'm going straight. I'm actually going east. They pulled out to turn left to go west and they T-boned me and they hit me and I saw it happen. And obviously I was driving, but it was on my passenger side door and they had a large SUV So thank God I had a um, Forester. I'm so happy and grateful I wasn't in like a little Honda or something or in my little Nissan. Gosh. So I get hit and I see the car come and hit me. Right when I got hit, right before I got hit, it was like slow motion. And I literally said to myself, no freaking way. No freaking way. No freaking way. I'm about to get in this car accident right now. I cannot believe it. Like that's first instinct of what happened. And then, and I literally said in my head, I said in my head, or I heard this in my head, or something told me this. I I can't explain what it was. I didn't say it. It was told to me. I heard it. Don't know. Can't explain it. But literally thought popped into my head of you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And I got hit and I spun out of control 
And I actually had to take control of the steering wheel so my car wouldn't flip. While I was steering my car so it wouldn't flip over, I felt at peace. Like I felt fine. I felt okay. I felt like everything was going to be fine. And I relaxed my body because I remember in driving school, they said, if you get in a car accident, you need to really relax your body. So when you tense up, that's when you're so tense, you break something. Um, So I completely relaxed my body instinct. I relaxed my body. I took control of the wheel. It spun out of control. I was able to maneuver the car so it wouldn't flip. And then I stopped facing the opposite direction on the highway. Even thinking about this now, like even thinking about the accident right now, it's just like, oh, all the feelings come back. And after it happened, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yes. Like, can you please just call the police? Like, I don't know where my phone is. I remained calm. Basically, I walked away 100% fine. I was 100% fine. The person who hit me was fine as well, but she was freaking out. She kept telling me sorry. She kept telling me sorry. And I just told her like, it's okay. Like we're fine. It could have been so much worse. Like I was so grateful. Like I wasn't even upset. I was not upset at all. I wasn't mad. I was just grateful. Like I was so grateful I was okay. And my dogs were okay because they were in the car as well. Like I was just so grateful. I was grateful she was okay. She was, you know, she was really upset. And um, I just tried to help her through that as well. Just saying like, hey, like it's not that bad. Like we're fine. Like cars can get fixed. I can't. You can't get fixed sometimes. Like it could have been so much worse. So ever since that accident, I felt gratitude at a whole new level and something like that. Like, yes, I still don't have a car. (laughs) It's January 22nd and I still don't have a car. And thank gosh I work at home. You know, I teach online. So that's cool. (laughs) But it's just so funny sometimes. Uh, We had three cars at one point and they all got donezo in a month. Had my Nissan, the engine went out sold it for 200 bucks. Then the new Subaru got totaled. Oh, it was totaled by the way. So I have to find a new car. So I'm in the process of doing that. And then my husband, fiance has a truck, 2005 Ford. And we actually went skiing in it for my birthday a couple weeks ago. And on our way home from skiing, you guys, turning the corner into the neighborhood, his truck went out. Can't even make this crap up. So we had to push it home. I mean, it wasn't far at all, but it went out but I got to ski on my birthday. Crazy stuff happens. And I just love the crazy stuff. I'm just so grateful for the crazy stuff because life is so cool sometimes. Yes, my car got totaled, but I'm okay. And with that experience, I got such a good gift of gratitude. I want to share it with you guys. And I want us to, as educators, teachers, parents, whoever's listening to this, I want us to start incorporating it into our classrooms because I think it it does transform lives. Now I'm going to talk to you guys about the scientific evidence behind gratitude. It's a thing. It's real. It's amazing. It's like I see all the time, like they don't teach this in school. Yeah, they don't. So let's change it because this actually transforms people's lives. We're going to be looking at this through a scientific lens right now. And this particular science is called quantum physics. 
And the source I'm going to be referring to is from Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but holy geez, he's amazing. I encourage you to look him up on YouTube. Oh man. I'm going to read some of his books coming up. And at the end of this video, I'm going to be giving you action steps, like I said, towards practicing gratitude every day and giving you a idea of how to do this in your classroom. Okay, so here's a question I'm posing to you guys right now, wherever you're at, listening to this, wherever. By the way, it's so cool you're listening to this. So thank you. Anyways, I want you to think about this question. Have you ever noticed when you feel genuinely good or grateful, things seem to go really well for you? Now, the question is why? Why, when we're in a grateful state, do things come easier to us? Things just seem better. Life just seems more grand. So according to Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has done a lot of studies upon this, and he has discovered when people think of something terrible happening to them, it creates an emotion of fear, right? You think of something bad, it creates fear. So what's the opposite of fear? So if you think of something wonderful in your life, in your current life, the thought of thinking something wonderful is the emotion of gratitude. So if we can sit here and think about oh no, this, this, and this, that creates fear that brings us down. The opposite of that, thinking about the wonderful things in our life, which creates gratitude, the emotion gratitude. I mean, you guys can do this right now. Think of something happy. What's the emotion you feel? You think of something in your head and then an emotion follows afterwards. So how we think leads to how we feel. It comes in our heads first and then we feel it with an emotion because we're very mind-driven. That's just how we are as a society right now. We're very mind-driven. Now, the question is, what are you thinking every single day? Are you thinking about all the things that are going wrong? Are you thinking about the stress of your job? Are you thinking about all the crappy things that come along with teaching, especially distance teaching like I was? So if your thoughts create your emotions, you must be feeling pretty crappy if you're thinking crappy thoughts, right? Let's flip it and think about things that we're grateful for, things that are wonderful in our lives. That's going to create an emotion of happiness and fulfillment and just joy, gratitude. That's what it's going to do. So research conducted by Dr. Joe Dispenza shows that 75 to 90% of people who seek medical attention in the Western world report problems of psychological or emotional stress. So let's think about it. If 75 to 90% of people are going to seek treatment for things that are stressing them out, essentially, it's psychological or emotional stress, things are stressing them out, their environments, their minds, they're stressed, right? What happens when our body is stressed? Well, when we react to stress in our lives, we receive a fight or flight message from our nervous system and our body responds to this stress by using the fight or flight response, which uses all of our body's vital energy for a threat in our environment. It's a survival tool. So think about it. If you're constantly stressed, if you have this stress, if you're fearful, fight or flight is on, what's going on in your body? It's signaling your fear, fight or flight response. So your body's using all of that energy to try to repair itself from the stress you're in you're encountering or you're dwelling in. Your body's working to help you with the stress. So short-term, all organisms can tolerate short-term stress. Yes. Like kind of like how I was in this car accident. I got hit, my fight or flight signaled, and I decided to fight by turning my steering wheel so my car wouldn't flip. 
And that was the stress response that I believed saved me right from flipping over my car. However, if you are constantly stressed and in a fight or flight mode, you're heading for disease because no organism can live in an emergency mode for an extended period of time. Long term can't happen. That's why people get sick. This is because all your energy when you're stressed is being used for the threat of your outer environment. So if all your body is using its energy to fight the stress, so there's no energy left for your inner self, your inner environment, your body, molecular level for growth and repair. So now we're going to go a little deeper. And this is for the overthinkers and the people with anxiety. This is for the people who get stressed out easy, who worry a lot. That was me, especially with teaching. Think about this. Think about what this stress is doing for your body. Research shows that when people start thinking about their problems, this signals the same stress response of fight or flight. It's the same flight response as fight or flight. Dr. Joe Dispenza actually compares it to being chased by a T-Rex. So if you were actually being chased by a T-Rex, that's going to signal the same um, stress response as it will if you get pissed off at something or you're stressed out about something or something doesn't go your way or you're worrying about something. It's the same stress response. And some people are in this response all day long from when they wake up, from when they go to bed from when they walk into the classroom, from when they go home from work. Like this is a serious, I think, problem that we're facing. So now this means our thoughts can literally make us sick. Ding, ding, anxiety, ding, ding, ding. Me, that was me. So our thoughts can literally make us sick. And that's what anxiety is. It's the worry. It's the stress. It's the fear response, the um, fight or flight response constantly rushing through our bodies. We don't even have time to relax. We're constantly in a fight or flight mode. That's exhausting. So now let's look from the opposite viewpoint of this. Now the question is, if your thoughts can make us sick, is it possible that your thoughts can make you well? If thoughts can give us anxiety, you know, negative thoughts or worrying thoughts, what about the thoughts that are positive? Hmm. Okay. Well, Dr. Joe has conducted research Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza has created research on people. And actually it's 120 people that conducted this experiment on. He took these 120 people and measured their cortisol levels of their stress hormone, the stress hormone levels. And they put these people in a workshop for four days and measured the cortisol levels and other chemicals called IgA. And IgA is a chemical in our body that is produced to fight against bacteria and viruses. It's our primary defense system. It's natural. Our bodies do this um, to protect ourselves. Now, in the study, they changed the frustration, the anger, impatience, resentment, whatever the emotion that correlates to stress. And instead of these 120 participants thinking in those emotions, he had them instead do a heartfelt, high-vibe emotion such as gratitude, appreciation, kindness, thankfulness. And the scientists put heart rate monitors on these people and had them think these high vibe emotions for 10 minutes a day for three days, 10 minutes a day for three days. They sat there, monitored them and told them, all right, think about things you're grateful for and feel the gratefulness, like feel the gratitude. Now, at the end of the three days, the scientists measured the IgA levels again, and the which is the body's natural defense before disease and virus. It's natural. And these levels went up by 50%. After three days of practicing gratitude, only three days for basically 30 minutes a day, this natural defense for disease and virus went up by 50%. 
So gratitude helped the body reach higher levels of natural defense against disease and viruses by 50%. Freaking amazing. Because our thoughts can literally make us sick, but our thoughts can make us feel better. Our thoughts can heal. So what can we do? What can we do about this? Now, I'm going to put it on you first, and then I'm going to talk about how we can do it in the classroom because I'll get there. What you can do is practice gratitude every single day. I have a freebie down below. Print it out. Print out seven pages of it, double-sided, and do it every morning. When you wake up, sit at a desk, sit somewhere with your coffee, get in a good environment, and literally think about things you're grateful for. Follow the prompts on my freebie. Feel the gratitude. Now, the key is for you when you write down your the things you're grateful for is for you to explain why. And when you're explaining why, you're going to be signaling the emotion of gratitude. Like you're going to think about, wow, this thing makes my life so much better. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for this thing that makes my life so much more enjoyable. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel so much better after doing this. I've been doing it for the past two weeks since we went back to school. And you guys like, yes, I'm distance teaching. And no, I don't really particularly like it. Like I did not go to school to distance teach, but I'm not hating it. I'm finding joys in it. And I literally sat down and thought of 10 things I'm grateful for with this distance learning. Let's talk about doing gratitude in the classroom. Okay. In my YouTube video, if you watch it, if you came from my YouTube video, if you already seen it, I talk about how I think us as teachers, education in general, I'll just say teachers, because I think we can control that better than like, you know, the freaking state of education, whatever. I don't know. I think we can control our actions more than asking the state to change, but I want us to think about it. Think about the morning work you have your kids do in the morning. Okay. So the kids come in, they sit at their desk and they do a math problem or they do a grammar problem or they write in a journal, like they do a journal prompt. If you were a sea creature, what would you be? Okay. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying it's wrong. Not saying, you know, I'm that teacher. I was that teacher. I had the kids come in and (laughs) they wrote in their journals. I just made up a random prompt and they wrote in their journal. That was during my first two years of teaching. I just was trying to think of something for them to do, but I'm taking it up a notch. I'm challenging myself. I'm, I can do better. By doing better means doing something in the morning that's beneficial for the students. And I think a lot of kids, especially out of COVID, coming out of distance teaching for over a freaking year, probably going to turn out to be this way. They're going to need a lot of healing. And it's a lot to ask teachers to heal every student. I don't even think it's possible. That's draining. We need to teach our students how to heal themselves, how to self-regulate their emotions. And it starts with gratitude, in my opinion. So I encourage you to practice gratitude every single morning with your students. They come in to a relaxed environment. They may be coming to you from crap, like crappy environment, got in a fight with their parents, who knows? They come in. They should be in a relaxed environment, calm, and they should take out their gratitude journals that I've created on TPT, and they write down things that they're grateful for and why. And that's how I think we should start our mornings in the classroom. If I knew like sitting down every day and thinking about all the things I was grateful for, yes, it's so simple, but we can't assume people know this. We can't assume students know this. So I think if we practice this every single morning, it's going to transform these kids' lives. And hopefully they're going to come out of COVID and just being so grateful, just being grateful for being alive every single day. 
Again, I encourage you to check out my TPT product. It's down below. Or you can watch my YouTube video as well. And I talk about like each section of it. But I'm really proud of this, you guys. I made it last weekend. I was just in such a high vibe state. It's a gratitude journal. So they're going to come in. They're going to take out their gratitude journal. And before they begin their day, they're going to list three things that they're grateful for. And they're going to explain why. And they need to feel the gratitude. And they're going to reread their list and say thank you to each thing that adds to their life. And I provided a little sentence stem for them. And they have one for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And at the end of each month, they're going to do a little art activity. Um, again, just watch my video. I show all the <laughs> examples and they're really cute. I, I just take such pride in this. I always was like, okay, what can I give my students at the end of the year for end of the year gift that's actually beneficial or like me not just buying them a material thing? I'm not against material things, but again, I just think we can do better. You know, I would rather teach them a skill that they can use for the rest of their life or a memory book or something. So this is a so many things to be grateful for book. And there's a page for the year of reflection. And after each month, they're going to choose nine things they're grateful for. And they're going to glue it onto their page. And there's a section on the bottom that says learning from challenge. And they're going to list a challenge that they're facing right now and how they're grateful for this challenge or a challenge that they have faced that month, how they overcame it and how they're grateful for that challenging experience and to say thank you for that challenging experience. And at the end of the year, um, they create a book and they're going to take this book with them home and hopefully they keep it forever and they look back and they're just like, wow, like, look at all these things I'm grateful for. And I want to do this more every day. Also in the pack, I provided research for gratitude and how it works. And this is actually a writing lesson, a science lesson, and an ELA lesson now because um, we should be combining multiple subjects into each lesson because, sorry, don't have time usually to teach science separately and social studies separately. We got to combine it. So again, I teach fifth grade if you didn't know that. There's a circle map that comes with it, and we're going to do a close read of the page, and it's called The Benefits of Practicing Gratitude, and it talks about how gratitude improves our lives. And it has that little science piece that I talked about in this podcast um, about the 120 participants and the IGA levels improving by 50%. It's amazing stuff, you guys, and I don't think it's talked about enough. And I think the our students are going to be facing a lot of social-emotional problems, issues, hard challenges coming back. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you guys like it, can you please share it? I would really appreciate it. Also, if you can rate it down below, that helps me out so much as well. I actually got my first rating on the podcast before filming this and I'm just like, wow, I am freaking grateful. I'm grateful, you guys. I'm grateful for you. I know you guys listening are like my Rider days. I know. I know you. I see you. I will catch you guys next week in the podcast again. Get your freebie. Get the gratitude going. Do it every single morning. Do it on a topic of your life. Do it. Do it. Make it a habit. It's going to make you feel so much better. Can't you guys tell how better I feel from, I don't know, when you first discovered me, maybe? I don't know. Check out the TPT product as well. Thank you guys. See ya.